Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Hey guys, so before we jump into this episode, we wanted to give a fair warning. We do have an interview for you. This is the first interview we've done with three mics. We're still trying to figure out our audio just a little bit. So the first half of the episode with just me and Shane sounds great. In the second half, you're going to need both headphones in because for whatever reason, my voice only comes on the right ear and Shane and Anthony's voice comes on the left. But with that said, you get a full surround sound experience. So it's like as if we're in your living room, in your car or in your head talking to you so enjoy hey guys hello welcome back to this week's episode my name is brian and i'm shane and you are listening to fruit snakes quarantine edition (laughs) (laughs) i wish it wasn't quarantine edition i know this is getting really boring and very old so boring but you know what's crazy is we're not even really quarantined we're not like we are on our time off but we're still out and flying around so i feel like i've been a lot less restless than i'm sure other people are feeling i agree actually been out of work and stuck at home for the past what are we on now like three weeks probably honestly i know we've finished two weeks so we're probably in the third week of quarantine um and now they're ordering at least until april 19th so that's a full month of Of quarantine quarantine. yeah which honestly in the grand scheme of things i don't think quarantine's that bad considering like people who are actually like on the front line like Mm -hmm. nurses and stuff i know we are on the front line for flying because we're first responders and essentially our job is one of those jobs that falls under that category of like essential work right but again like no one's flying right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like the past eight flights i've worked i probably haven't had more than five people on each flight yeah and every single flight um like i've been working first class and literally no one's been in first class yeah i just well when we had food i would cook it for the crew <laughs> i was crew. gonna say we all just moved down to like no service no though. service yeah. literally I, our first class now if they if they um are on a flight where they should normally be getting a full meal mm-hmm. they're just getting our um fully packaged like snack boxes that mm-hmm. we normally sell in the back so they get like three options and then we'll bring it up but the rest of the cabin only and then they only get water yeah and then the rest of the cabin only gets water and like cookies but to be honest like no one's asking for anything no i know yeah i don't think anybody wants to touch anything i agree yeah everyone is pretty much yeah bringing their own well i feel like the only people who do are those who are ill prepared because they don't realize that the airport has no food like walking through detroit the other day my option was mcdonald's i'm fine with that though no i know but i'm saying like they normally have so much to eat and walking through it's like deserted and all the shops are closed up it's true you know what's crazy about this quarantine time and i've been thinking about this like being obviously an american and like part of like a capitalist society where money is power Mm -hmm. it's crazy how like our economy is going to shit within the past two weeks Mm -hmm. when there's like billions of dollars and you think we're this huge powerhouse of a country and And we just passed a two trillion dollar stimulus yeah and we like can't get our shit together which i think for the most part like if we need to come together we can and i think at the small level like people are looking out for each other but at like a federal national Mm -hmm. level it's like a goddamn mess Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i mean like whatever i I, the problem is is that when you base your society on having to come together right like going shopping commerce um entertainment and that's where you like gain your income 
and then all of a sudden a disease is requiring you to be isolated and separate, the two worlds cannot yeah. combine. Well, Bill Gates has been warning for years that the the his prediction of the war that would like not end mankind, but completely flip this world upside down was a pandemic. Yeah. It wasn't like a a man-made war or like biochemical warfare yeah. realistically yeah. he's saying full-on like a sickness that we don't know how to control which yeah. is what's happening yeah on a complete side note like on a uh like a comical relief i saw a meme today and it was a photo of like a thank you from the person who designed all of our uniforms that we're now getting rid of and he was like thanking all of the frontline workers uh-huh. and flight attendants were not one of them and everyone was like oh this bitch couldn't even thank the people that he was designing uniforms for <laughs> And I was like, true. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, they say that without us, essentially, like, the economy would collapse more because people need to still travel for work and stuff. Right. Like, um, this is not me boasting because I don't like to boast about my company, as you know, but we are now flying medical personnel around the country. Well, like, that's what I was going to say. So, like, people still need to travel in that sense to yeah. get from, like, one hospital to another, but regular day-to-day people who are just traveling like we shouldn't be on planes for those people in most cases i feel like we're not like when i ask people why they're traveling it's either because they just got done doing something important and they're trying Mm. to get home to their family yeah or literally in the cargo hold there's like a ton of goods and stuff especially like when most of the supplies to these places Mm -hmm. we're flying are that's the only way that they get yeah food or whatever so in essence, it is important, but yeah, on on the plane, you're like sitting there watching movies because you're like, what else am I freaking supposed Nothing, to do? Nothing, yeah. But honestly, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather watch a movie on a plane than I probably would uh, at home. At home on a couch. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, I don't know what we said last week about the coronavirus because I know it was just... We were really over it because but- it was... I feel... Like, uh, we keep getting company emails every two hours, yeah, you know, literally. updating us about it. And then you open Facebook or Instagram and it's all about coronavirus. And all you're hearing is coronavirus, but you're stuck in your house. Yeah. And it's it's very bird box where, like, you can't see it. You know what I mean? Like, you look outside and, like, people's windows are open. Um, New York actually just did, and I don't believe that they were the first city to do this, but they did a clap out uh. for all of the actual, like, hardworking frontline employees so yeah. nurses doctors can you where, explain what a clap out yeah is? so essentially everybody opens their windows so they designate say like at 7 p.m we're going to do a clap out so everybody in the city of new york opens their windows and everybody just cheers and claps and people record it and post it so that people on the front lines are seeing that they're still supported I see. even though they can't see the support right um and it was actually kind of beautiful to like turn the volume up and just hear the entire city like cheering. Yeah. You know, and you don't, you literally cannot see anybody, yeah. but it's really, it's, it's this cool humanity, um, still exists kind of moment. Totally. You know? And it is funny that you're like, all we hear is coronavirus yet. Here we are talking about it on your guys's favorite podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, sorry for bringing it up, but literally it's like the buzzword. I think we're all going through it. Though. And there's not like nothing else you can really talk about it. Cause yeah. other than like, what's on Netflix, which we can get into, but right. just wrapping up on the yeah. coronavirus. Um, I think it's good. Like, okay, like I said earlier, I don't know what my tone was last week. I think I was kind of like, I'm over this and yeah. like not that serious. I want to reiterate, I obviously think that this like virus is like a serious thing. Um, but I think what's annoying to me is that it's just like 
these practices that we are now putting in place should have already been put in place. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like good hygiene and all that stuff. But I think that the beauty of all this is that like you start to realize like things that you thought were important aren't as important, Mm -hmm. you know? And I almost like the idea that like if we do go forward with this in some sort of way that you can realize like you don't have to be at work to get work done. And I hope that like businesses kind of take insight into that and be like hey yeah as long as you're getting your work done like it's better to have a work-life balance than it is to just have work Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's the beauty of it is like we're forced to slow down and we haven't in a long time and then at first it's like painful because you're like i should be doing this i should be doing that but then once you like succumb or just like release all that energy into being like okay well it is what it is you start finding ways to like re-enjoy what to do for sure yeah well and i would like speaking on you know, other things that are happening where I were inundated with all this coronavirus uh-huh. information. I was watching an interview with Joe Biden on The View and they kept bringing up the campaign and I was like, oh, right, we have a presidential election this year. And that was three weeks ago, all we heard about. Yeah. And now, you know, that I feel like is not at the forefront of anybody's mind. And they were asking him questions like, how do you think, you know, social distancing and quarantine and self-isolation are going to impact your publicity or your campaigning Mm -hmm. and all i could think in that moment was like what a stupid question like why do people care yeah you know at this point if they don't know whether they want to vote for a democrat or republican or between the two candidates that we have left in in the democratic side like then that's on them do your fucking research like i'm so overhearing about like how are you how are you going to impact people without being able to hug them and shake their hands I understand the humanity within that and like being able to reach people. I feel like the question goes because it's kind of like an unprecedented time for modern America. Yeah. So I think that that question is actually not a bad question because every other campaign was ran a certain way. But now that the mediums have changed and you can't do like face to face contact and you have to like rely on social media. And well, that's the thing. I almost feel like it's just forcing them to interact with people in a way that I think maybe older generations are hesitant to or were hesitant to before this. So he actually said, he was like, honestly, I posted a video yesterday that reached 3 million people within a few hours. Yeah, He's like, I'm reaching more people now because people are forced to look online than if I was at a rally where only those, however many thousands of people are there are, are, the ones that I'm reaching. Right. You know, and you know, it's funny that you say that because honestly, like that was my first thought going into the coronavirus. Obviously it's affecting the older generation more harsh than the younger, but I almost feel like this is, and not to sound like, oh, all these old people are going to die. That's not what I'm saying. But obviously it crosses your mind because it is the ones that are getting affected that I feel like this might be, we're going to look back on history and see that the coronavirus made a big shift in Mm -hmm. our, in our nation's view and our worldview as, as far as like, going forward you know what i mean and i think that this coronavirus is actually gonna change the world politically Mm. in a lot of ways because like think about all of the the comparisons that people have brought up about uh, this pandemic and any other cause right like if as many people cared about the coronavirus as like global global warming or the hiv crisis exactly yeah and so it's one of those things that people i feel like are coming together in a way that Mm -hmm. like now that our world is potentially changing, you're like, oh, yeah. you, you're like forced to see it, you know? Yeah. Just like how they're asking Joe Biden, like, what is it like to campaign not being able to touch people, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It's like, oh, I didn't realize I could reach people still right. just in a new 
means of doing right. it and like you're forced to do it. So it's like, it's not a bad thing. It's just, you're apprehensive because you're not familiar. Right. Well, and to clarify on that point, when I say like, what a dumb question, I'm saying like in regards to asking him about that versus how are we going to help these doctors who are running out of supplies sure. within days, you know, like, right. and the reason that I brought that up is because you mentioned it really brings into perspective what's meaningful in life. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is people's lives versus how are you going to reach people for the presidential election? Like, yeah. that's not what people are concerned with right now. Right. Or it's, it's not what people should be concerned with. Like you're saying that the, the questions probably should have been catered more towards if you were in this position as president, how would you handle yeah, what's Yeah, and they did on? ask him questions like okay. that. Um, so in all fairness to them, they were very well-rounded. I just... I think my mind has personally shifted to care so much less already about these like uh, um, meaningless or like surface level questions or right. inquiries. Right. Um, but there is a presidential election and everybody should register to vote. I agree. Because regardless of like what happens with coronavirus, I feel like they're going to hold the election this year. I think so. Yeah. And I don't know how because if they don't want people coming in to vote or they're going to have to make it multi-day. Yeah. Whatever it is, just make sure you're registered to vote. You can go to vote.org to do that. V O T E dot O R G. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, on back on the Corona news, mm -hmm. that bitch ruined my birthday. Miss Rona showed up she uninvited. Did. Corona Loretta DeVirus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, I can't take credit. That was online. <laughs> I was supposed to have a taco party for my birthday. I just turned 31 and obviously you can't have more than what what is it now five people not even that i don't probably. even know because in the uk either. it's two or more so oh, i don't know <laughs> you're only supposed to be around people that you've been around so it would have been a party of me and you but yeah. that actually is what happened yeah basically <laughs> um so i canceled the taco party i was supposed to have like 45 of my closest friends come. <laughs> i hate you but honestly <laughs> I though know. i gave you the list know, it was of my closest friends um and then i couldn't have it so instead I was like, okay, maybe I'll go. This is like knowing that coronavirus is coming, but not mm -hmm. not knowing how serious it would be. I was like, okay, well, instead of that, maybe I'll just do like a trip somewhere, you know? Yeah. And I was like, let's go snowboarding in Park City, get a cabin of like six people since mm -hmm. it's not, I don't, and then that got canceled. And then it was like plan C, plan D, plan E, yeah. plan. And so we- Well, because things have progressed so quickly. So We're even quickly. a week and a half before your party was planned or was supposed to take place we still could have had other options, yeah. you know? And within a few days time, we were like, there's no option. No. So for my birthday instead, I just, um, Shane organized a Zoom meeting, which is that app that's kind of like a FaceTime thing that a lot of college kids are doing for school. College and uh, employers. Yeah. Yeah. And so you graciously got 15 of those closer, mm -hmm. closer inner circle friends <laughs> to sing me happy birthday. And he bought yeah. me my favorite cake, a yellow cake with chocolate frosting from Bacon, Bacon Broil. Broil. And he surprised me at one o'clock on my birthday and they all sang me happy birthday. But moments like that is reflects what we're talking about where people are you pulling together yeah. and all of your friends were like, fuck, I really wish that we could have been yeah. at your house for the taco party. Yeah. But they were like, well, let's all FaceTime and yeah. all of them know each other. So like when I logged in, they had already been talking, like all of them <laughs> were in and they were like making conversation. And I'm like, uh, in a in a normal day to day life, I don't think that these people would communicate. But totally. in this time, everybody can relate on the fact that we're all stuck at home. Most people are out of work and yeah. they don't know what to do with themselves. So everybody's just interacting, and it's really nice to see. Yeah. yeah. And so for my birthday, instead for Plan F, <laughs> I uh, since it was the death of my birthday, I decided to birth three trees. Yeah. So I planted a mango tree, a lemon tree, and a lime tree. Mm. 
So hopefully in like the next two years, they'll start fruiting and we can make a fruit salad for my uh, yeah. 33rd birthday. Season, <laughs> season four. Oh, yeah. We'll start See, picking fruit. A fruit uh, for fruit snacks. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send, I'll, I'll harvest the fruit and send it out as a gift. Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> um, we should probably wrap this up because it's running a little bit long, yeah. but let's talk about Tiger King on Netflix. Oh, what? <laughs> my God. Carol killed her husband. I think Carol so killed her okay, husband let's and just, fed the body to the tigers. Let's do three takeaways and then we'll move on. Okay. You want to go first? Wait, like three takeaways? Anything that you realized. Okay, so one, in moments like this, we can really collectively come together and focus on shit that does not matter. Uh-huh. Like to... to um, that contradicts everything I just talked about. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, we really know how to zone out. Um, <laughs> so that's my first takeaway. Uh, the second is Carol killed her husband, uh-huh. fed the body to the tiger. And the third is uh, drugs can really make people do crazy shit. <laughs> because the fact that Joe Exotic was in a three-way marriage with two straight men, originally straight, handsome men, blows my mind. Blows my motherfucking mind. <laughs> Like, if you guys are wondering at this point what is Tiger King, I don't even know how to explain what Tiger King is. You can't is. explain it. You can't. Just watch it. Just watch it. Just watch a preview, a trailer. Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. My three takeaways um, are people who um, are cat people are crazy. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Just animal lovers, but especially cat people. Crazy. Okay. Um, two, uh, Florida. I'm <laughs> this this whole series encap- reaffirms reaffirms and encapsulate the idea of Florida, <laughs> and then um, three the guy with two missing legs was my favorite man. Yeah, he seemed like he actually cared Sweetheart. the most, uh, and his heart was in the right direction. Because <laughs> yeah. every other person, this is where you know, like crazy people always think they're right because. Crazy people do crazy shit because we think what they're doing is crazy, but they'll think no, that's normal it's for normal. me to do it, mm-hmm. right? Every single one of these people who, quote unquote, created the zoo or whatever, thought they were doing something correct for these yeah. animals. Every single one is fucked up. They're right. putting an animal in a cage regardless. But I digress. But the man with no legs, he's the one who really knew what's up <laughs> about good, good people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check out Tiger King and fuck Miss Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any noise. We haven't introduced you yet. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So, Shane, do you want to introduce this guest? No, you should. I know him through you. Tony. Okay, there it is. Just kidding. (laughs) And you can do like full first, I guess. No, you already said you were going incognito. No, no, no. Behind the blinds. That's fine. I'm sure your full name will come out because I have no motherfucking Yeah, he has no filter. And I don't don't feel like... When it does come out, you do not have to bleep it out or extract it. Okay. Um, well, this is our friend, Tony Baloney. <laughs> yep. Hi. <laughs> say hi to the so nice to see uh, you both and also virtually all of you out there. Um, listeners, just be forewarned, um, as we're recording, I asked him not to hit the table, but then he said he wanted coffee. So yeah. he put the coffee on the table yeah. and he keeps drinking the coffee while we're well, recording. my hosts so put you... the coffee on the table. So I only have so many options. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'd rather be on the table than the, the couch. As I was saying, if you keep bitching. hearing little thuds, that's him being a bad 
guest. It's my boner. That's what? Sorry. I hope Jeez. so. Okay. <laughs> um, I know. Prove it. Literally, you guys. Right when he walked Wait, in. Wait, which, by the way, okay, you were going to go there. Go yeah. ahead. Go right ahead. when we walked in, he showed us his butt. They what? asked, by the way, I don't just walk in and show no, my butthole everywhere. No one, asked, no one asked to see your butthole. That, no. We begged. Thank you. Okay, what do you score it out of a 10? Oh, his butt? Yeah. That's a 10. Okay, you're lying, but I appreciate it. No, that's a 10. It. I think, so the reason that he showed us his butt was because we were talking about hairy butts. Right. And I'm confident about it. Let's just be clear. For I, sure. I felt like good about showing Okay. Him. So he Here's said a... that he didn't trim his butt hair and we said, show us. So he did. I think it's not as hairy as you think it is. Okay. I think I it's like a great amount of hair and it's like a great little bubble butt. Little. Listen, I. <laughs> no, because he doesn't have he like said this bubble. big fat ass. Yeah, he but said he has bubble like and I'm happy bubble, with that. A little I'm happy bubble with butt. Go, go ahead. Anything else to say? No, you have a great butt. All right. Thanks. That's all. You heard it. You heard it here what first. What are you rating? You heard it here first. Um, you oh, said fuck. a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Well, I'm uh, a very strict rater in you general. Need glasses. Uh, we'll start there. Go ahead. Give us I, a cheer score. Oh, okay. Fuck. Like a decimal. Okay. I seven, did all my flips. 7.4 seven. out of 10. Yeah. I'm contesting. No, that. honestly, a seven's a good score. Like Is I would it? eat his ass, but I Ooh. also like have seen bigger, better asses, but that's not to say his ass like, is bad. Like doesn't always matter. Whatever. I'm going to get over it. Here's okay. the thing. Because I give you a 7-4, that's not a bad score. That Just hurts because my I've butt. seen better asses doesn't mean that yours is bad. No, I, I get it, but like I'm self-internalizing here, and that's hurtful for my butt cheeks, both of them. But we already know, and I've said you've had like flapjacks. <laughs> that's not a good thing. It's not I know. a good thing. He saw me on a bad day. He's like, I haven't done squats. I was like, I, <laughs> I had an over, I had an oversized shirt and I think uh, really ill-fitted jeans on. Mm. Whatever, it's fine. It's okay. But Anthony's really handsome, so I, I guess that makes sense for it. He has really nice arms. I appreciate yeah, your arms are huge. Thank you. But here's the thing with Anthony is so. I hate giving him compliments uh. because he runs with it. And then anytime you say anything. Because like, you give nothing. Anytime, like I have to take what you feed me. Anytime I give you... Try being like, his friend for 10 years. I can't. Okay. Y'all? <laughs> soulmate, though. By the way, uh, listeners revert back. I was in the Soulmate episode. Reference mm. to twice. Thank you. Okay. Keep going. As you were. What? Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, for you guys who want to know who Anthony is, do you want to get into how we know each other and how you how this moment has happened yeah. today on this day? Sure. On this glorious day? So, uh, it started off very kind of slowly, I think, at the Bacaro house when... Both of you lived there first. Bacaro House, just for reference, yep. is where we lived in college. It was like the cheer sorority house that Shane ended up moving into when Joe moved out. And yeah. then Anthony was always over there. Also reference to with the uh, Trashes episode. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm a Tracy, listener. Hey. Our veterinarian. Veterinarian. veterinarian that's guess. right. <laughs> our veteran veterinarian. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so through kind of that house, I met you. It was a very kind of we passed each other by kind of relationship. What was your, was what was your first impression quaint. of me, actually? Uh, disinterested in things that didn't revolve around your sphere. Yeah, that's um, pretty true. Yeah, which it wasn't <laughs> like a good or a bad. Like it wasn't a. I didn't think that you hated me or the people around you. I just that's thought, still relevant. Uh, yeah, I agree. No, yeah. I think, but also I noticed that you're more invested in people as well now too, though. Whereas before, I don't know that I would have ever. Explained I actually you in that am way. gonna like reverse Maybe that. Not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I was more invested with people before. Mm-hmm. And now I like don't give a fuck about anyone. But I think okay. I think the difference is that like now that like okay if anyone I guess it doesn't really matter continue yeah okay well <laughs> my interpretation of you anyway was don't care don't care not what I need to deal with so not what I'm gonna deal with whereas mm. now I kind of see you as you deserve 
two minutes of my time, even though it's two minutes of my time. Well, but here's fine. the thing with that too. I think also like you being straight and me being gay, yeah. I just didn't, I'm like, they don't want to be my friend. So and also I'm at not. the time that it was too, we were all much younger and that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was more than 10 years ago at this point, which fuck, by the way. Yeah, we're old. That's fuck, crazy. I know. I'm losing all my hair. It's fucking awful. They I just, found two great chest hairs, by the way. I'm bald. That's so hot, I Well, is I it ton, when I have two? I have a ton in my beard and on the side of my hair. I can be distinguished all day. I just don't want to lose my hair. But I'm losing it, and it's going straight to my. Have fucking you ever shoulders. had really short hair? No. So I'm taking hashtag Corona to its limits right now because I'm going to do my hair super short during this time because I don't have to see anybody. Yeah. Can we? So cut now's it the time to risk. Yeah. You can. After we record, can I, I mean, shave it, your you head? can do that. Not shave, you motherfucker. Do you have you ever held scissors to a person's head before? Yeah, I was just going to use a buzzer. Yeah, but like it's it. got to look good he here. Doesn't but mean I still like wait his. He on means here. like clippers. Yeah, right. Oh no, I can't do all that. Then you don't have. You it's going to be a real. Hard. I have clippers. He has clippers. He doesn't have experience. To, like, I don't have fades. I'm I not a also fade. need experience. A little. Bitch. I want okay, something see, not trash. Yeah. Now you're overshooting it. You're like I. Want... In any case, back to. Can I can I bring us back? Back to how I know Brian. So that's how I know Brian. Again, the relationship wasn't much to talk about really during that house, other than kind of you winking at me once in a while in a very kind of funny way but it wasn't anything serious either and i understood that shane and i kind of same circumstances only a little more distanced i would say um i know and it's been talked about on the podcast (laughs) and also here when i first got here and i showed my ass um shane was going through a rough spot at the time um so i thought for sure he hated me like 100 i thought you hated me i literally have but like again, no recollection and i'm sure i you remember don't. You it was being just around. internalized yeah, yeah but i have no sure. recollection of us even meeting apicaro i believe like that. that i mean that's how long ago it was i believe it. but i think also in the same mindset i didn't care for straight people at that time because yeah, exactly. i was i was still like so invested in being comfortable in being gay that yeah. I just like surrounded myself with gay people yeah. and gay friends and I but wanted also, to do gay things like, only. Let's a picture no. too. Yeah, like you were in a frat, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like everyone who came over that was like not gay was like a frat guy and we were like yeah. eye roll. That's where my, I don't want to say confusion, but my uh, life's experience kind of falls into play here to where I was like, Wait, but I'm cool because I've mm-hmm. always kind of been seen as Wait, in the middle. Question: Who's told you you were cool? Literally everyone I've ever Name met. Three people. <laughs> First, last, not and you. My mom, Shane. Your mom doesn't count. My mom for sure. She you tells me I'm special people. all no. the time. Fuck okay, you. never Shane, specified. Not doing this. You got to say first, doing this middle, today. and last. No. Not doing this. Today. So Shane, who? Uh, wait. <laughs> Shane, who? Since you know him. Shane since you're fruit snacks. <laughs> Shane fruit middle. <laughs> Snacks, snacks last. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian Snacks. Is no, his I don't name, think you're cool. You. Oh. So one, How you can't say your mom. You? Oh. Um, people, I don't want to put them on blast. Oh, okay. Public Weird. is the problem. So, so we start I'm, I'm dying it down. It. <laughs> so okay. I'm dying it down. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so to that note, I've always been kind of seen in the middle to a degree, right? Like yeah. straight, but also not seen as like that butch type Power of masculine, masculine. Yeah, yeah 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 that alpha type of i mean we'll uh, get into it but type of i thing. think you are though based on perception but yes, we'll why, get into it. i don't yes. want to say offended because that's not the proper term to use but i i question kind of the fuck not me type of thing with shane yeah. most because yeah. i've always been really good with being able to do both sides of yeah. that and kind of relate to both sides of that 
I tunnel vision. That had nothing to do with you. Oh, no. And I'm sure. And again, to me, it's not a, uh, a distinctive like, oh, Anthony, it's personal. It was yeah. just like, a, fuck, but I'm good with this. I can yeah. do that. And in all fairness, Hang out with me. you're like a little more fair skin. And I was like, there's no way I would ever hook up with him. Oh, <laughs> <know>? I see. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but I got the hairy butt. What? Let's <laughs> rewind. That's that's clue number one. <laughs> right. Okay. If you were like a darker fair, skin, yeah. straight guy, any guy, Shane uh, would be like, hey. Catch me in summer. I'd be like, shit. oh, hey, I'm Shane. Bye. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Let's try. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, here's a real story. He's been a big fan and he's been dying to get on our podcast. And I was like, I am a fan. What actually. the fuck is this stupid ass, straight fucking frat guy gonna talk about? So I will say to, I have layers. I will say it wasn't I didn't really like re-meet you until that night on Second Street. Right, a yeah. couple weeks ago, or maybe a couple months, right? It was, it was like a couple yeah. months because yeah. I was still in New York. Right. And um you like made such a point of bringing up the podcast and you were like, I listen every week and I could tell I'm you so weren't just like saying like, it. Oh, I listen all the time. Yeah. You were saying like, no, I listen every week. Like I loved this episode. I love when you, you guys talk about know. this. And I was like, Oh wait, I like him. And I think that's when I friend requested you on Instagram. Sure. That, that I just, just accepted. So sorry. <laughs> five months later. Um, Oops. No, will, but yeah, go ahead. Well, okay. This is my take on Anthony okay. before we get into wow. the gush gush. Fuck, here we go, the gush. Um, it's funny because we went and reconnected. Not reconnected, but we were never... Essentially. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, I should say rather connected for the first time yeah, because we weren't totally ever fair. close, but we were associated from the same social yep. circle. But our roommate that we spoke about earlier, Jamie, was in town. We all got together and you're mm-hmm. like, we have to hang out. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, for real. Like, let's hang out. And I was like, Anthony, I'm too busy. And you thought I was like, kind of like playing hard to get, but I was like, no, I'm being dead ass. Like, yeah. I don't want to hang out. Right. And you kept being like, no, I think we would really get along. And I, I was don't know like, that it went exactly this way. It was. But yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Anthony, stop. I don't want to hang out. And right. I was like, why do you want to hang out? And you're like, I listen to podcasts, kind of same thing. <laughs> yeah. Was like, just all, all, all about like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you told me you were a real fan, whatever. And then you started saying stuff. I was like, okay, fine. If it works out, it'll work out. <laughs> Fangirling all the way. Yep. So then cut to what? A month after that, um, we actually get together and we go on a date. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, this is not a date. And you're like, no, it is a date. Yeah. And you paid and we went and got ice cream after. Damn right. And dessert. You and, drove though. He drove. And honestly, it was like one of the funnest four hours I had in a yeah. long time. But Me I think too. it was also because like I needed a little bit of like that intimate connection. Sure. Um, so I could have probably had that with anyone. That's also wildly <laughs> false. Okay, I'm mad because I have yet to be taken on a date and I've slept in your bed countless nights since I've been back in LA. Okay, let's listen. And nothing could be more intimate. Literally, bitch, you have no problem finding a man, okay? You break up with a person and jump in another relationship. Get two it, weeks later. get it. Okay, I was broken up with. Does it Best matter? way to get over someone. For, for someone to be crying right? about, oh, my heart is broken and then eating another ass and falling in love num, in a num, different num, city. Num, 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 like... Bye. Yeah. It must be beautiful for you two, too, as flight attendants, to just, like, pound wherever you want to. And you're both pretty, so it can kind of work out anywhere you want I've it to actually, be. I've only hooked up with somebody once on a layover since I've been flying. I'm but sure, is, though, if you tried and my, wanted to, oh, 100%. you'd be up in every city I didn't because my first almost two full years of flying, I was in a relationship. Right, sure, fine. And then that ended, and then that's the one time that I hooked up with somebody on a layover. There you go. I yeah. sucked dick in the dark once in San Jose, allegedly. Allegedly? <laughs> Wait, you don't know? Were you there? Well, allegedly it was in a passenger, so I don't 
Yeah. Mine was a confirmed passenger. I'm not alleged anything. <laughs> Mine was a confirmed passenger. I mean, for like keeping a job's sake. Oh, allegedly. oh, oh. Allegedly. I'm about to be out of a no, job with this it. coronavirus. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Allegedly. Which I'm surprised you two still have jobs at the moment to go to. Because it's a set. I mean, it's at the end of the day, like have to travel. flying is essential for like X amount of the population. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. All the people who are just going for fun are typically canceling. Yeah. But there are people who are like, I need to go somewhere. We were supposed to go to Argentina and mm. it was canceled for us because of that. Yeah. So I was just taking my experience, I guess, and putting that on both of you. Oh, everyone's not flying. And that's just kind of how that goes. Yeah. I mean, majority of people aren't. And yeah. I, the trend right now is going towards like must need basis. So mm-hmm. you have to have documentation as to sure. why you're at the airport. But yep. yeah. Um, other than all that, because yep. I feel like people are so over talking about Corona. Um, yeah, right. Um, so am I. I don't know why I even. We brought that. Anthony on because, as you people say, this is a gay podcast, but I don't even know why. Uh, <laughs> like, it's not even about gay stuff. Bruce but whatever. Um, <laughs> y'all hate us. But um, <laughs> wait, we wanna, we, he's ahead. a he's a guest. Wait, do your tongue pop? Anthony, that was got, that was good. Anthony's got a wild tongue. Show Shane your tongue. Oh, it's geographic. For those of you listening, it means it's a very uh. Cut up in ugly, disgusting tongue. <gasps> okay, so that's his reaction <laughs> to my tongue. <laughs> and Brian snorted. Yeah. No, it's, it's real gross. Don't gasp. Yo, it works and it's big and it's long. Calm that down. Is, I need Shane, all the insurance. That, does that hurt? No. Shane, you're fucked up, dude. <laughs> you said. <laughs> and honestly, it gets worse when I eat when I eat sour things or things that are really acidic, like tomatoes oh or lemons. Oh, it, it doesn't hurt kills. though. Uh, like um, just normally, it doesn't no, hurt. No, no, no. I would. To me, it's oh. whatever tongue you or you have. Yeah, like I would imagine. It's not like he didn't have that. Yeah, I guess nasty so. And I'm tongue, super you know? sensitive to oh, fuck you. <laughs> super sensitive, sensitive to spicy things, but mm. I think it's because of that. I don't know that yeah. it is. It's just kind of my interesting. Way of, yeah, pushing my way through that whole thing, but you know. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be one of the photos that we post for this oh, it's episode. It's, real it's just nasty. your tongue. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. don't say that. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you obviously we've said it, but you identify as straight. Yes. Okay. And then um. And we said you're in a relationship in with a relationship. our friend Carol Ann. Correct. Was trans, right? She, trans all the way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> male to female yeah, identified. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so, w- growing up, you say that you've had this like feminine quality or like mm-hmm. this idea that like there's more to you than just a straight person. Yeah. In openness. An openness. Yeah. Um, I feel like that mindset doesn't ever happen very naturally for straight men because sure. like everything in your world tells you you're what you are is correct right. pretty much. So what triggers or what makes you feel like you have that insight or that like wherewithal? Yeah. So I was raised only by women in my life. Mm -hmm. Two strongest women in my life, my grandma and my mom. Um, And they influence literally every step of my day. Even today, I'm sure without thinking of it, that's kind of what, Mm -hmm. uh, how I guide myself is kind of through their lens or at least through what I thought their lens to be as a kid. And I think I'm just kind of reverberating that now in my adult life. Does that um, mean your dad was not in the photo growing up? No, he wasn't at all. But then also okay. when he was, he was literally breaking into bedroom windows to oh, harass, to beat, to okay. like those types of things. So your right? parents were not married? No, growing no, up. Never okay. married. I've always so had like, my mom's last name. It's always like, uh, not to overstate bitch. it, but like a traumatic experience when he was in your picture. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Like if I were to see that experience through another kid or watching another kid go through right. that, I would think the same fucking thing. Going through it for myself, I know that I'm okay and I know that I had a really strong mom to kind of support me through mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't 
feel that it's traumatic, but I can identify and understand that it is or would be to someone else even, and maybe even to me to a degree. It is traumatic to you, not to like speak on your experience, but like I feel like coming from a similar experience where like when you go through it, you can handle it a lot better than you think you could. Right. But to like downplay it as something that isn't as big. Mm Mm-hmm. By you saying that it happened to someone else and you would see it as a bigger deal, yeah. then it's a big deal. I can totally you know identify I mean? it as yeah. that. But again, being the adult now, mm-hmm. I know that there's residual uh, understanding of what that is and kind of developed who I am. But I feel as a whole pretty okay even through all that and um, with all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so How old are you? 32. Okay. 32. Um, so with all that, my mom, my grandma... Um, my mom was always super pretty. It, it still is. She's a 50-something-year-old woman, so she's beautiful in that sense. But yeah. like when you're younger and you have your youth, obviously, there's a different sure. type of beauty that comes with that. Um, so she's always been like striking, stunning, and that mm. type of person. So was with, she always like done up? Like not always, even really. No? I mean, she just like naturally. She did. She knew what looked good on her and that kind of thing. But she yeah. just like was a very beautiful human. Okay. Um. So and again, still is. But again, with youth, there's a different understanding. So, um, with that, I saw the way that men objectified her and i saw the way that without having the language for it as a kid um i saw the way that men looked at her there was one time that we were driving cross country to go visit one of her friends um and there was this gross fucking dude on the right side i remember i was in the passenger seat he was on the car on my right Mm -hmm. um passing us by in the second lane and he literally had his fingers up to his mouth Mm -hmm. licking his mouth with I, it was with my little brother. He was an infant and I was eight when he was born. So I was about eight years old in the passenger seat doing like nasty fucking lick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very Just... vigorous ones with a child, whether it be her son or not, a child in the front seat looking at my mom and she was like, just to paint a down. picture of like what Anthony's talking about since this is an audio. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not but detailing. Like, think about like putting a peace sign up and like flicking your tongue between the peace signs of like pretty much like. Yeah. gesturing you're going to go down on someone. I'm a child. This is my mom. I don't know what that means uh, necessarily, but I also fully understand that this is something super vulgar right. for me to see, and this exactly. is something really degrading to my mom. Did she see? Oh, yeah. She uh, was like, honey, I'm sorry. And then she, she was like, like, pumped the brakes and went behind <laughs> him. So that, like, yeah, ah, right. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> she like pulled her tit out. <laughs> okay. Started slapping it. Yeah, so my mom. So my mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, she was like, I'm sorry, honey. Kind of pulled back behind that car and didn't explain anything because what am I even going to understand about yeah, it? Right, right. At least that's what I think that she was thinking. But um, So like those experiences throughout, and then I felt really icked out by that. So when I saw older men or just men in my eyes doing that kind of thing it was kind of gross so yeah. i never developed into what that was supposed to look like sure um so i think that also kind of pushed me away from some of the yeah very butch machismo hey, let's go play this and do whatever mm-hmm. and eh, i didn't care anyway but more than that like i didn't care for who you were acting like um but again i didn't know any of that until much older now i just knew that i wasn't drawn to that and i almost more than anything pushed against it. So what drew you into fraternity life? Because that's Um, very that to me. Yeah, right, right. Um, I agree. So I wasn't turned on by fraternity life. So usually they try to rush in quotes uh, at the beginning of the year. Right, yeah. Yeah. Let's try to get as many numbers as we can. I wasn't interested in it, not for me. So I wasn't really delving into that uh, pool of anything. So second semester, I met a couple... Random guys didn't know they were in fraternity through some of my classes. Um, and then from there, yeah, come to this event, come to that thing. Like, I have an organization, we're doing this. But it wasn't, like, fraternity forward, so I didn't know that that's what I was mm. getting into. And then I saw what was happening, and I kind of liked what was happening there. And I was relating to a lot of the guys, so we just kind of made it work. 
and I only saw one house that was really, I don't know, it fit well, and that was the only house I went to, so maybe there was another, but the thing sure. is, they were what like- What was your house? Uh, Fai Kiapata. That was called. a gay one, right? So, and I think, <laughs> but you laugh, but I I'm think the thing is, a lot of guys came out later in that fraternity, but I think that's why I was drawn to that, because was there was- Was Connor in that? No, he was in Sigma oh. Pi. There, that was a big one too. Sigma yeah. Pi was a really gay one in college. Yeah, that was Super. really gay. But they they were very like macho forward, trying to uh, represent well, duh, a certain because there's all those little faggots in there. Right, but <laughs> Fight Talk kind of the same way. Only they weren't so trying to to represent a certain to like, push that narrative, hairy yeah. man, you know. Yeah. Um. So you know I think what, that's though? why I blended into that well because it had both sides. A balance. Of that. Sure. I wish I was like going back into college, mm-hmm. like. At the age of college, you're just coming out of high school, and the yeah. first thing you want to do is like be liked in high Fit school. In. Sure, you right. know what I mean. Fit in, and in college, you kind of like lead that, but then kind of figure out, oh, it's not that important, but mm. it's still very new. Sure. And then when you get older, you're like, I don't really give a fuck about anything. Right. I wish I had the wherewithal to go back to college now with that same mindset, yet yeah, the right appropriate age. Yes, yes, yes. Because I would love to join a fraternity because I love to like make everything about that a satire, and mm-hmm. I find it so funny to like make fun of straight guys for that because i feel like it almost like takes our power back like sure dude your shit that you're like so gung-ho about is fucking stupid (laughs) (laughs) and it's true but also there was a lot of like camaraderie and i know yeah you're paying for friends and that kind of thing i understand the arguments against it but at the same time any organization you're in you're going to pay well it's a sense of community though like what you're feeling and that outweighs the Mm -hmm. cost of what you're paying to be in there i mean like even being flight attendants like there's a there's a certain similarity of all of us drawn to that kind of profession or like dance or teaching or whatever like there's still that thing that you can get along with your coworkers because there's something that obviously led you guys to that yeah Yeah. right and so like with fraternities like i think it's easy for us to make fun of it as like a paid friendship because yes yes. of the pomp and circumstance of like and you're like okay and i'm not completely against that idea though either because there are many organizations specifically in the greek life that you pay for this certain aspect Mm -hmm. and if you have a certain amount of money coming into this you will be guaranteed this spot in this organization which okay isn't necessarily fair or right or the way that it should happen but it does so there is like validity to what you're saying but Overall, not necessarily. It's like a big stereotype that so, exists, but so, it's not. So untrue. now you say that most of your friends are from that circle, even like in your adult life. Oh no, not at all. No, no, no. no. I'm. I don't. I'm sure this has something to do with my history and my past. But when I finish a chapter, that chapter is kind of finished for me. So let it be high school. All high school friends I have barely reconnected with one a couple months ago because he kind of reached out on Instagram. Hey, da da da, that kind mm. of thing. Um, outside. Oh, of so that, you do but, respond on Instagram barely can i tell you <laughs> can you know, i tell you what i love with anthony is that he sometimes plays into that dumb straight guy thing where you know how like girls are like a feminine way of speech is like you remember everything so that you yeah. can flip that shit you know where it's like in a fight girls will bring up shit from six years of past and like anthony falls for all our tricks it's not that i'm trying to fall like, it just happened to be one time like we're just like talking like it's casual and no, then he no, answers no. And you're like oh so you did you you were on Instagram, so you could have added me. Oh, okay. So this was a while ago, but um, so yeah, we reconnected and went on like this lunch date just to catch up and that kind of thing. But he's the only person from high school that I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. College, Jamie, you kind of recently now. Where'd you um, grow up, Kevin? Uh, Downey, so twenty minutes so on the road, right around here, Southern California, super close by. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I don't want to say good at because it's. A lot of people see it as a negative. I don't necessarily feel it that way, but um, I'm very vigilant, not necessarily trying to be, 
once one chapter is done, I'm kind of finished with the chapter and the next part of my life needs to go. So yeah. where do I need to go and who's in it? Do you feel yeah. like you were always an intellect of sorts? Like, oh God, no. even like observe. Well, I I know observing you're going with you that, now though. Like even in conversation, you okay. you carry yourself as like somewhat of an intellect. Where I almost think that that's one of my comforts around you. Okay, like when I think of um, going to see a therapist, <clears throat> I feel like I can be fully honest and vulnerable with a therapist because they're this intellect type where. Sure they're there almost more scientifically than emotionally. And I feel like they take information in and know how to process mm. it without judgment. Sure. Well, I think part of it is, and jumping piggyback on that yeah. is I feel like you have this way. And I think we do too, where even if someone comes with a different story, we don't take their story and make it a part of us to make us feel like we need sure. to have a judgment. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. just are like, yeah, okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. Your boat. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their experience, right? And mine is unique to me, but also not unique to so unique to where I'm the only person who's experienced right. what I've gone through. Right. Like there are some people who have gone through so much more. Um, but with that, I also think that my mom and my grandma really instilled a lot of like, shut the fuck up, make sure you're paying attention around you because you're not mm. the only shit that exists here, you know? Mm. Um, and going through the difficulties, trauma, for lack of a better term, of childhood and that kind of thing, I got really good with um, understanding other people's emotions without them having to mention it because I needed to mediate and make sure my mom was okay. And right. to mediate and make sure that my grandma was doing okay with the whole family and that kind of thing. But again, I wanted to make sure that the women, the adult women in my life were the ones that were okay because I knew they were the stability. They were the structure. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my, my helping the foundation stay afloat, I think. So with that, I just kind of um, developed a really good, and so thank you, by the way, for that. I think yeah. that is a wild compliment. But I've I've done a lot of work to try to make sure that I can be insightful with mm -hmm. people. Um, I feel like and I also really like language, so I just try to communicate it as best mm. I can. Yeah. But it's not necessarily... What do you teach? Uh, English. But oh, your you're an English teacher. Your teaching major is oh. communication now, right? In college? Oh, yeah. And my career before that was the PR and marketing stuff. See, we all never... college uh, comm majors in the <laughs> Yeah, right. People talk a bunch of shit about comm majors, but there's yeah. a lot of intellect that it has to go into true. that if you want to take it in the right way. Yeah. Anyway, I but... feel like, um, I think this is partly thank why. You, by the way, yeah. yeah, which is great. Um, I agree. Thank you. Um, thank you thank but you. I feel like this is partly why we kind of get along too, is that I feel like um, when you have to like really process mm. a situation while you're in it, it gives you this really good like sixth sense of like understanding things that are being unsaid. Sure. And I feel like, um, and I'm only speaking from our experience or my experience, but I know you can relate to this is like being gay and trying to fit in to a situation that you know you're not a part of mm. and what it sounds so similar to like your, your family life yeah. where it's like you see things happening where you're like, I know that's affecting me, but I don't know why it's affecting mm -hmm. me. And then you have this like compassionate um, building block where you understand that the world exists and like, yeah, like right. you're a part of it, but you have to be compassionate. Cause I feel like, and I always say this with my brother and a lot of straight guys. And this is why I always feel like it's difficult to connect with straight guys, which is also why I like to shit on them. Cause I feel like I'm one step ahead. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I could not, I'm be, on the same page by the way, but I feel like I'm one step ahead only because, and like, I don't mean this bad for my brother either, but like straight men, especially in the society always get Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and so they don't understand the other side of that. So when it doesn't go their way or they're not in charge or there's no control, there's that lack of power. They like freak out internally yeah, and they yeah, don't yeah. know how to articulate that. Um, or they like become angry or because that's the only emotion they could, you know, mm -hmm. show or whatever. All that. Yeah. That's and I feel like when, when you're when you're gay, you know how to like navigate through that very quickly without 
being seen, I guess, because you don't want to be yeah. outed. Mm-hmm. But regardless, even being out, it's just funny that there's that juxtaposition. And I feel like that's why um, straight men are kind of difficult to be around because there's no, mm-hmm. like, no in their life. And so yeah. I feel like, especially, like, politically, if I were to give it a face, it's like Donald Trump. A wild uh, entitlement yeah. all across you the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I experienced that a lot working on the plane, too, where it's oh, like, sure. yeah. dude, come on, you know? Sure. There's no idea of anything outside of their own reality. Like, anything else doesn't exist. And it's like, that's, I feel like a lot of that stems with, like, racism and all that, where it's like, if it doesn't pertain to your mm-hmm. immediate life, it doesn't exist. Right. And then, like, all of that, like, stereotypical backlash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that was very vague, but no not at all it feels very relatable yeah Yeah, but i feel like you have that wherewithal and that like kind of sixth sense that i speak of because probably from similar experiences yeah Yeah. i think so and especially too growing up in that type of environment i was never like i said the very like needing to be in the sport and the one seen as strong and centered Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing i had a very feminine quality to me growing up because that was my surrounding and it's what i admired too it's what i respected that to me was strength. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of towed the line between the two when I was called gay a bunch when I was a kid. And I was like, fuck, that hurts. Why? They're not bad. But also, like, you're trying to hurt me. And because of that, it hurts anyway. Yeah. So fuck. Um, but with that kind of thing, I think I tried to navigate some of what you were talking about, mm-hmm. too, in that sense. Because maybe I didn't identify necessarily, but some people were telling me that I should. And they're trying to make me feel badly about that identity. So how can I, like without necessarily being seen all the way, get out of this and still kind of smile on the other side, you know? For sure. But. When people called you gay, because I always feel like when people, like kids, one, are mean, but then also two, they know what's up right. at a young age. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. usually when people are called gay their whole life, they usually turn out to be gay. Sure. Did that ever make you question your own sexuality? Question myself. I've always had a really good sense of who I was and what I liked, what I didn't like, and that kind of thing. Um, I think everybody lives in the gray, right? I don't think there's a certain white or black to anything, and that includes sexuality. Um, you want to explain that more, just in case? I can, yeah, people... sure. So so there's no, like, 100%, uh, my belief anyway, there's no 100% straight, 100% gay. Like, you're mm-hmm. not just astra- attracted to um, whatever physical, biological thing that is associated with the straight and the gay type of thing. Um, so like you're saying like um, and just for clarification yeah. I understand but just yep. so that the listeners are kind of brought in that like if you were putting on a spectrum masculine and feminine is yeah, probably yeah, a better yeah. way to do it and yep. masculine would be the dark black the only black black <laughs> he's saying like in terms of colors on a spectrum oh, oh, oh. Like, like, things are black. characteristics of like a physical characteristic like Fine. more hairy or strength yeah. muscles yeah. sternness strong power even though those are feminine qualities too it can be yeah. but do you know what i'm saying and then on the feminine side i feel like what guys like when they are into women is like that soft supple submission yeah submissive yeah. uh more catering yeah but whatever. i would almost veer toward the more emotional uh side of it rather than the physical because like for me anyway it's always i need a woman who can be independent who can be strong on her own she doesn't need me she wants me she you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. much more of the kind of masculine strong aspects of things but that doesn't mean i want a man necessarily but in growing up so to your question in growing up in that kind of you are this you are this no you're not my saying no you're not um but kind of combating this idea that the world's perceiving me as a certain way or at least some kids on the playground anyway perceiving me as a certain way um 
I did kind of question through puberty, okay, well, what am I doing? What am I exhibiting? Because mm. I'm doing this, am I then a part of this community? If right. so, what does that mean for me? Do I have to out myself? Do I have to do this? Yeah. That kind of stuff. But I always kind of knew inherently that, no, I'm just different than what that boy looks like. You know than what I mean? And I'm okay with the, what that means and what that looks like. I yeah. can... I can kind of evolve myself into this and I can find that man as an attractive man. It doesn't mean I have to be attracted to him, but I can communicate that without being a gay person. Mm -hmm. And even if you're going to perceive me that way, it it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop my communication or my language because I also have a little bit of a thing inside of me based on it. Maybe it's just based on me, but my family has a history of wanting to fight back. So with that too, I kind of want to be seen as different. So yeah, I want you to question. My favorite color will be pink only because you don't want it to be. Mm. And that kind of thing. Does that make sense? that bitch. But a little bit because like... (laughs) That's really beautiful though. Don't tell me no. Like don't tell me no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I almost leaned into it more than was true to me. But I also wanted to make sure that I was making a point for myself. And maybe... No, not for the community. It wasn't like a modern type of thing. But for me, fuck you. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me no. Right. But this is really where I live, and this is how I function. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's good. Thanks. Um, growing up in that realm, mm-hmm. um, because for me in sexuality, right, when people are like, "You're gay, you're gay, you're gay," I obviously knew it, but I felt like the reverse was happening to me, where I was like trying to watch straight porn to like make sure uh, that I was right. like straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is. That's I agree with you on that that scale of like everyone kind of falls somewhere it's not straight or gay because yeah. I don't really feel like I'm I'm obviously gay and I identify as gay but I'm not like gay gay because I hooked up with a girl I would be with the girl I and you've it, mentioned before that you would be again I would absolutely be again it does not sense. bother yeah. me at all um, but without I mean you can get as deep as you want but sexually did you have that like any weird kind of like experience like that where you were like okay well maybe i had to there was one guy at the gap no joke i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why he gave me this look he was like a very masculine guy but also beautiful 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 person yeah um but there was just like a vibe between us i was like fuck wait a minute something's Mm -hmm. right here you know what i mean like young 21 22 maybe Uh, like college yeah it was college for sure i was like fuck there's an energy here and god damn it uh, but that was kind of that. I like bought my shirt or pants or whatever it was, and I walked out. <laughs> and went about your day. And that was yeah. it. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> Off to my girlfriend now, whatever. <laughs> um, so like that, those experiences have not frequently, but they've happened. But also, if I'm placing the inverse on that as well, that type of like connection doesn't really happen with women that much either. It's just physically women I find more attractive. Mm-hmm. It's more who do I want to be around. That's more of a conversational energy type of thing. So it sounds like it could be like sense. a human connection. Yeah, like who I want to be around is that. Yeah. Visually, what am I most attracted to? The female body. Right. But also that man was beautiful and there was something about him, whether it just be the energy or a combination of both. I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck, Mm -hmm. something's here. Yeah. Like when I had, and I've told you, Brian, about it, but I had a threesome one time with a married couple, beautiful married, Mm. beautiful married couple. (laughs) Um, A straight married couple. A straight married couple, correct. Yes, man and woman. Um, I think that whole thing was kind of, they invited me into their uh, kind of sexual relationship for the night. Uh, yeah. We were in a hotel place. It was in a spa, jacuzzi outside in the fucking public, which made it that much better. Yeah, that's um, hot. It was great. That's so hot. But uh, so things kind of unfolded, whatever, long story short. Eventually, I was lying back and with 
her, the wife, but I thought that he was going down on me during the time. And oh. it was in my head like, fuck, is he going? I, I don't give a shit. I don't mm-hmm. care. And just didn't care. But then later on with my thinking that he was the one giving me a blowjob the whole time, it was her. I realized then that like, I don't give a shit. So right. eh, like, I, I don't really care. I know what I'm drawn to most, but also I, I'm in that grade to where you want to please me and you're a pretty person by all means let's talk about it yeah but my life just hasn't kind of gone down the path of because yeah. i've been in certain relationships i've talked before about like at the end of the day men especially tend to be very animalistic especially when we're like worked up in a sexual for sense. sure yes and i don't think like like if i were to have a threesome with a, a straight couple i think if there was a moment where i thought like she was giving me head i mm-hmm. probably wouldn't care in that moment right like thinking about it now i'm like no i'd rather her not but if it was happening i'm not gonna stop her just because she's a woman uh, Do you see, know what i mean because i'm very now, animalistic in that sense yeah. where i'm like i'm just fucking turned on i'm really enjoying this like human experience sure. and this this like connection that we have through human energy mm-hmm. and I'm just going to let it happen and then like I'll evaluate what that meant for me afterwards. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think about that now even. And even with Brian, we joke about it. He's like, yeah, I'll give you the best head of your life. Really, whatever. <laughs> but even to me now, yes, audience, he says all the fucking <laughs> yeah, no, time. I wasn't going to die. I think you were going to. No, I think you were backing up on it. Wait a minute. No, I was going to be like, yes. That is 100% true. <laughs> I've just actually, the last episode or one of the previous episodes that are going to come out, I don't know what order it's going to be in. But literally, Someone was like, that was the best head I've ever gotten. In my yeah, life. Like, boy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, so, but even with that, like with the experience that I had in that threesome, which kind of, I don't want to say awakened me, but allowed me to understand that I truly don't give a shit. Yeah. That, yeah, I, at this point to, neg- or on an opposite perspective of yeah. what you're saying, I wouldn't care mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? If Caroline weren't in the picture and Brian guaranteed the best head in the world, Brian, sit up here i am Are you, i'm on your couch yeah. please um okay but, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay you hear that about to wreck another but, home you know what i mean it and again it doesn't mean a relationship could ever ensue yeah. just because that that for whatever reason isn't there at least mm-hmm. not that i'm aware of but at the moment it isn't so it would just be like i need yeah. to come so please give me the best one right. like you said well here's the promised. thing with that too it's like i feel like um you being in that situation, Shane, and having a threesome and like with another girl, I feel like because we already do it, we, me as gay men are already doing what's bad. There's no hang up on it. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, who gives a shit? Fine. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But I feel like the hang up is not necessarily what you're physically attracted to as much as what socially you should be attracted yeah, to. Right. Do you should know? I be doing this if somebody saw this? How would I feel? Exactly. Right. And so I think that's what crosses people mind, people's mind before if I will I enjoy it. I agree. Because realistically, like a man's mouth feels the same as a woman's, and if mm-hmm. the lights were off, it yeah. would feel the same. Argument is old this time, right? Yeah. But yeah. it still rings true. It's the lips are the lips, the tongue is the tongue, and that's mm-hmm. just kind of I. Well, your tongue is a little because, different. Okay, well, <laughs> true. I'm like Anthony. Anthony, you back there? It's fucked up. Whatever. Um, have you and Caroline? like had all these discussions oh yeah 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 yeah, totally um so and with her too she's been and i don't want to like i'm not gonna speak too much in her part but she's very she's been rather in her upbringing very sheltered and that kind of thing so a lot of these conversations bring different topics and questions to light which is nice um which is kind of the way that i like to speak right like i want to know things and i want you to think i want to think and that kind of shit um so with that there's been a lot of evolution and understanding what identity is and what pleasures are and that kind of thing yeah so yeah i I think that there's 
one, I, if you can tell, I can't really shut the fuck up. So like I need to talk and it needs to be true or else it's not worth coming out of my mouth. Right. Um, so when we have those conversations, it's a very open, good, honest one, I think. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever take the 16 personality test? Uh, I think in like high school. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And I know I that I've done it, it but I don't remember. I on Instagram? Because you did. probably didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was that one friend from high school only because that's all I responded to. <laughs> no, because I feel like what you're giving me is very ENTJ vibes. Yeah, you prescribed me of one of the letters before and I forget mm-hmm. what, or which, whatever. We're going to have you take this 16 person. What's your zodiac sign? Leo. Mm. Are Leo and Aries compatible? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I'm not. What's the huh about? What's your note with the... I was just seeing if it was a sign I knew anything about. Do you know anything about Nope. Leo? Oh, okay. Well. My <laughs> first girlfriend in high school was Leo. Meow. But she cheated on me with another kid named Brian. That's a Leo move. And um, <laughs> I called her and I was like... I don't I, cheat, by the way. I could have loved you. That's what I said to her. Uh, if you had a dick, bye. Click. <laughs> yeah. I could have loved you. Started crying. But <laughs> you then had everyone on go. the football team felt really bad for me. So they like really gave her shit. And then I started feeling bad for her. And then we mm. actually became really good friends. But That's nice. Yeah. Holly? Hate. No, not Holly. Oh. No, Holly is the best relationship I've ever had. Well, hi. My name uh, is not Holly. Okay. Here's the thing, Anthony. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's roll it back. Let's roll it motherfucking back. Go ahead. When you do shit like that, that Go is what? not fair. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? Like you to like, that one. to flirt with me like that? Like the, He's talking about gay baiting. Yes. Gay baiting. Oh shit. Term. I, I feel pretty knowledgeable. I don't know what gay baiting is. Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Where he, what do you, he plays how am I up supposed to, to how's so like, helping me? He, Go ahead. Nick Jonas plays up to the gay community, right? So like there was a moment um, where like Nick Jonas had every gay man on social media, like posting about him and being like, look at this shirtless photo of him. Yeah. Oh my God. Like zooming in on his dick to see like how much Bulge is he exposing to us. And there was a point where he started playing into that because I think he's like, very, I'm assuming this is like me just making a very sure. general judgment. I'm assuming he's comfortable with himself and his sexuality yeah. and knows what it is that he wants and what he likes. Yeah. Um, and was like, cool. Like if I'm gaining a whole other demographic through this, Hit like whatever. Yeah. And then other people came out on the other side of it and was like, this is unfair. He's gay baiting, the, gay oh. baiting. Like, cause here's the thing with this, right? Like he's, hang, he's dangling me. the bait yes. in front of the gays, but yes. they're never going to get it. Sure. Kind of thing. Because okay. like for me, if I were to ever like flirt with you, mm-hmm. it, I feel like comes from more of an authentic place only because there would be that hope that yes, I could be sure. potentially interested in you. Okay. But then you flirting with me, there's like obviously nothing there ever because like you go back to your girlfriend. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not fair that you get to say stuff like that to but me. But you say shit like that to me too. Right. But here's the thing. Even when I push back and I'm like, don't say that, yeah. you still go forward and be like, no, but it's I true. I didn't take it seriously. I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't still take it care about you or this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that might be true. But like, don't fucking say that to me because. But also, why can't I care about my friend? Because would you be saying that to Kevin? Ask him. I assure you that I do all the time. My language same, is my language. In the same way. Uh, exactly. I, I get what you're saying. Yes. Okay, fine. No, by you both perspectives, though, he's not no. going to talk to Kevin the way he talks to you. I agree. And with it won't that be said, like, I don't think you're doing it. Wait, on really purpose. quickly. Kevin is a very like frat it's military frat forward. Yeah. Yes, yes. Man. which is so, very like, openly sexual in the sense that like he's not weird about sexual, yeah, right? But right, no, not open like he sleeps. No, I only claimed all that so that people don't. No, so people know it's not like another you and you're being like, well, you're like that with him and not me. Yeah, different personality. And so me saying that to you isn't like me attacking you in the sense that like you know what you're doing. I think that you're just being you. But also like that's not fair. I was playing and I didn't mean to. uh, I I I didn't know it was as serious as what this is now like shedding light on. So I didn't understand. 
Well, it's not that serious because I'm aware of what's going on. So it's not like I'm like blindly being like, oh my God, like maybe if we go on one more date, I can really get in there. Right, but I'm being but told. But I'm like, okay, if I'm starting to feel a certain way, I need to like, let's dial it back. This is news to me is what sure, I'm saying. Sure, sure. So like I did, again, I didn't understand the, uh, I don't want to say weight, that puts too much weight on it. But I, I didn't understand <laughs> the, the idea yeah. of what. That was. I thought we were joking and playing, and that was that. No, I so. don't joke, bitch. I've been saying Oof, that from day here one. We, here we go. I don't think you would care as much if you were in a relationship. Maybe that's true. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I mean, that's like goes without being like that goes without yeah needing to yeah. So then, wait a minute. So then, on the flip side of that, stop asking for dick pics. Okay. You know what I mean, like. The flirtation that also comes in your side, I have to combat that with uh, what I'm understanding on my side is humor and kind of banter. No, no, no. The banter and the humor is fine. Like, that's not what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, now we're going to get into what Brian thinks is appropriate. No, 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 no. I don't even think it's inappropriate because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if it really bothered me, I would have this serious conversation. Right. I'm not even thinking this is a serious conversation. Sure, sure, sure. But I feel like the intimacy that you try to tread is the okay. problem that I, I find. To me, it's light and joking, but I will... I need you to point it out so that I can understand what that looks like for you. Because okay. if not, I don't know. I mean, I again, I don't it. care because I know exactly what this is. Yeah. And it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, not to overstate it, but it really is nothing. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. Um, the sexual part of it, not the friendship. Because fuck, we're friends now. Tell your friends. Go ahead. No, we're not friends. You yep. guys. No, we're friends. Not. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? We're friends. He, he's on one motherfucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we <laughs> had so many dates before okay, this wow. one motherfucking episode. Yeah, okay, way, fan. But... Calm down. Okay. <laughs> um, For the fans. See, now I don't even know where I was going with that. You got tripped. I did. Okay. But um, again, this is this is no yeah. this is nothing that you're doing partially because I think in previous episodes I've talked about it, but like where my life is currently with like relationships and emotionally and stuff like that. Sometimes I fall into the wrong idea of what things are not between us. My perspective is different. Not between us, but again, I'm aware of what's going on. So it's not like Mm. you are at fault for it. Um, I can be more aware. But I feel like there's been times where I've said like, you can't do that. And I think you think I'm just like, 100% I think you're joking. Yeah. 100% I think you're joking. And then I like repeat it and you're like, (laughs) okay. And I'm like, Yep. Okay. <laughs> and you're right. Oh, okay. And you're <laughs> crying on your toilet, salty yeah. tears. Um, yeah, no, I, even when you reinstated it, I thought you were joking. So mm-hmm. I will be more mindful. I don't care. Well, we're talking about it. So there's some form of care, which is fine. I just need to be more mindful. That's all. But when I say I don't care, it's more of the idea that, like, again, I'm aware what is going on internally, so you sure. don't need to change because I already made sense of it in my head. If it incites something, then and I'm aware of it, I would be a shitty person if I didn't do my best to at least recognize it. I so I can recognize that. that. Yeah. That's fine. All I right. can do that. See, this cool. is Good where friendship. I like Anthony because, like, that conflict resolution, but I also think this is coming from, like, a communication mm-hmm. standpoint, mm-hmm. is that it's very logically spoken out to yeah. what the issue is and just, like, avoid the issue. It's almost like when people in relationships are, like, upset and you're like purposefully upsetting someone mm. and you're like well are you trying to hurt them on purpose like would you physically try to hurt your skin like punch your skin together right. and they're like no and it's like okay so then emotionally why are you doing that mm-hmm. you know like take mm-hmm. ownership yeah, right. and i feel like that's just happened so thank you <laughs> you're, you're you're welcome <laughs>
Okay, Anthony, even though you say you're a really big fan, we're still going to expl- explain what in season is to you just in case. For all you viewers out there, listeners, fuck. Listeners. Um, it's okay. It's your first time being on the uh, podcast. Sorry. Um, Where's the camera? So, it's anything that you take interest in for the year, for the day, for the hour, after recording this podcast, anything that sparked interest, we can have you go last if you need time to think. Mm. Um, I will go first, Shane. Are you ready to? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, for me, in season this week... Um, I guess it's not really like on trend right now, but Crazy Rich Asians. I just started reading the book. When mm-hmm. I fly a ton, I try to get into a, like a long narrative, and I'm on book number three of Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. And How I'm many like, are there? There's three. Oh, okay. I've like slowed down reading a lot because I don't want it to end. Mm. Um, not because I think it's like a great book. I think it's entertaining, but I also don't feel like finding a new book. But I don't know what they're going to do because I heard that they're making like movie one and two, or two and three. Mm. But literally the books like take a quick left turn and the movie like is no longer a rom-com as much as like a thriller i don't know i mean that's overstating it yeah with that reaction <laughs> let me take back the drama <laughs> <laughs> the horror flick all of a sudden no it's not like a thriller but it just becomes more like dramatic almost like a like a telenovela kind of drama where mm. it's almost kind of like outlandish where you're like okay you know yeah uh but it's still entertaining and okay. so yeah in season this week for me is crazy rich agents i got through the first two books in like a week mm. and i'm on the last one and i don't know what i should read so if you guys are listening to this please give me a book recommendation of what physical book or kindle are you reading um kindle but mm. kindle but anything yeah i don't care cool yeah um but yeah that's my in season crazy rich agents the trilogy all right um mine is coronavirus related you fuck but only in the sense that i don't know why but this is this virus has pushed a lot of people to maybe just out of boredom but make an effort to reach out to other people Mm -hmm. and the other day we had our big group facetime Mm -hmm. where we had like 10 10 maybe more people on facetime at once and it was so fun yeah like it was a little much at times because like all the screens move around as people are talking and like it gets really loud but it was like having a little like family reunion of sorts. And yeah. it was something that like even living in New York for almost four years, I never did, mm-hmm. you know, but it made me so happy. And I live here can and I, I can add, see all those people. Can I add to yours? Yeah. Um, I do agree. Cause I feel like coronavirus makes you slow down on purpose mm-hmm. and it really has been nice to like, really like slow down and yeah. like meditate or like, you know, just have time yeah. for yourself to stop moving so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's doing it at the mm-hmm. same time, which is what makes that possible. I think that's one of the other hard things. Like with this podcast, everybody's right. schedules are so crazy <laughs> all the time that it's hard for us to like meet one another on a different coast and plan with somebody else's schedule. Right. But like with coronavirus, everybody's at home. Right. You know, even if they're working, they're at home and they can stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's been nice to just like slow down, take a second and like reconnect with people. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Uh, so I said fuck you because mine is also coronavirus related. Oh. It's not just for coronavirus. <laughs> um, because obviously work now for me non-existent. Mm-hmm. Schools are shut down. Kind of the way it goes. Um, um, for what we didn't say is yep. Anthony's a teacher. So schools are shut down in California. Schools are shut down. Which uh, sad but also selfishly on my side if I'm just going to speak selfishly on my part. Um, lesson plans are a little bit easier to do because they just have to be kind of worksheets that they have to read and that kind of deal. There's only so much engagement I can kind of create Mm -hmm. during the first and second week of this. The longer I can make it happen more fluidly. But um, like you two were saying, I have a second, like this is happening right now because of coronavirus. I can be here right now. Like the time is allotted for it and it's not rushed. 
Um, whereas this date would probably be us having sushi again quickly. And then kind of the end, we have to go Coming home because out, I yeah. work tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, and even connecting with Caroline back at home, it's, there's less stress going on. There's less shit happening around us to where we can just kind of be and connect. So mm-hmm. I just think relationships and, and the slowing down of everything is really nice yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure some others too that aren't panicking about everything going on. This is a complete side note. Did you see Shonda Rhimes' tweet about teachers? I did not. She she basically posted on Twitter, like, teachers should be getting paid a billion dollars a year, if not a week, mm. for what they put up with for the things that I've done with my kids in an hour. So, like, all these parents are now at yeah, home sure. doing online education yep. with their kids. Like, my cousin's a teacher in Indiana, and she's like, for the next four weeks, all of our lesson plans are online, right. but all the parents have to do it with the kids. Like, we set it all up and uh, structure it and grade it, mm-hmm. but the parents are the ones making sure their kids are online doing it. It's not like a webcam thing. Right. Um, and I think all of these parents are now getting a dose of what their kids are like yeah. for eight hours a day or however long. You sure, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every job is its own job, right? There are difficulties mm-hmm. to every job, but also, and just coming into this after eight years of a wildly different profession and career, it's hard. Like yeah. it's not an easy thing. It's not the babysitting that people say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, not to get into the money argument of it, but yeah, sure. I mean, there, there's more respect that should be had. I think yeah. definitely, especially coming from two sides of what that perspective looks mm-hmm. like. I think that pretty much wraps up our episode. Do you have anything to add, Anthony? I'm happy. I'm thank happy, you so much for nice. doing this yeah, with thank us. You. Thank you. I appreciate I'm it. happy we got you on. Yeah. Me too, please. Hopefully um, the listeners got a little something out of this. Um, if you want him back, don't write in about it because we're not going to bring him back, so it doesn't even matter. Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Reach out to us. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and DM us there. That's our probably our most active um, account, but you can reach to us at... Uh, on Instagram, yeah. Fruit Snacks Pod. It's been a minute. And you can email us at fruitsnackspod at gmail.com. And is there anything you wanted to add? Shane? Yeah, I was going to say, let us know if you want us to do um, like an Instagram TV of like a compiled, of a list of compiled questions that you guys have for Anthony. Hmm. Oh, I think yeah. that'd be really fun. That would be good. Like a little continuation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Like how big your dick is. Right. Show hey, us a picture of your hey, ass. Hey. Um, <laughs> let me see that tongue though. I'll trim. Oh, that t- it's going to, you're going to lose followers. I honestly would agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She comes out. (laughs) Well, I guess on that note, we're going to take off. But thank you guys so much. And we will catch you next week on Fruit Snacks. Snacks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.